1: Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome on the East Coast in the afternoon and on the West Coast in the morning. I'm Patricia Raskin. And today we have a very interesting guest, the author of Healing from Heaven. Our guest is Daniel Ryan. D.C., who is a chiropractor. He's a dynamic healer, mystic, and spiritual medium. He's internationally known for his many appearances and workshops where he teaches meditation and acts as a conduit for spiritual communication and transdimensional healing. And he has a successful chiropractic practice in Southern California. He's often referred to as Doctor to the Stars on Lifetime Television and recognized as one of the top doctors on Southern California's K- KCAL television. Welcome. Welcome, Daniel.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to open this up to the phone lines. Um, often we do interviews and people listen, but let's open this up because Dionya really does uh, delve into the other side. Uh, for those of us who have had close folks pass recently or not so recently, he can help with that. But we're also going to chat about what all this comes from. So if you want to call us, it's 866-472-5788. It is 866-472-5788. All right. So um, – Your book really goes beyond the tangible realm to communicate with those who've crossed over to enclosure and healing. Can we do that for ourselves, Ryan? Is that, I mean, I'm sorry, Daniel, is that something we can do for ourselves?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And how do we go about doing that? I'm sure that, and I know that's what your book is about.
2: Yes, my my book Healing from Heaven is uh, about that, and it's it's broken up to three sections. First section is is my story and how uh, it unfolded for me, and then there's other people's healing stories and examples of that, and sh- to show how they were able to tap into their uh, intuition.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then the third section is really about how you can do it yourself. Uh,
0: what inspired uh, you to do this work?
2: Well, you know, I, I, it, it was such a struggle for me, the arduous, uh, at times, upbringing and things that I had to navigate through with my sensitivity, you know, you know my my family's issues, and then, then spirits speaking to me, uh, and then feeling things from other people at the same time, you know, it was all going on, and, and I literally thought I was crazy at times. So it, it really was a big impetus for me to, to figure out what was going on. Uh, and now that I figured out what was going on, I want to save other people the trouble or, or kind of convey that information to make it easier for others. And I, that's, that's really the, the main reason.
0: Now, how do these messages come to you? Do they come in voices or in images? Do you get pictures?
2: Well, that's, that's an interesting question, uh, and I get asked that a lot. And, and the truth is, it's like tuning in a radio for those of the people that haven't not experienced it. And you may get a thought or an image that comes to it first, depending on what your particular sensitivity is. I'm kinesthetic, which means I feel things first. And once you uh, tap into that, it opens the door to all your uh, six senses. So clairvoyance, uh, telep- telepathy, you know, all these things. So they it, it comes in different ways. Oftentimes they will show me a face, uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll describe the face to the person, or it, sometimes they will just say a phrase. Like I was doing a healing circle the other night, and uh, a woman's uh, cousin came through, and she she said, "Thank you for the bouquet," hmm. and I I asked the woman, I said, "Well, what what does this mean? You know, because I, I'm just literally interpreting." Uh, and conveying the message, and she said, "Well, I put a bouquet on her gravesite when mm-hmm. first her first anniversary, and and she was crying and everything. And and she said, and when I came back the sec for the second anniversary, it it, it had actually taken root in the ground and developed into this big uh, white blossoming mm. plant, which was really incredible. So, it's
0: amazing." Uh, I think my question, Daniel, is this. When, when someone comes to you because they want the information from the other side and you give them the information, how does that help somebody in their life?
2: Well, it does a couple of things. First of all, oftentimes the person that's coming through is coming. Through. it takes a lot of energy for them to come through and communicate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: As it does us to kind of, we have to meet like halfway to like tune the radio. And so there's reconciliation is the answer most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. The answers, the, in other words, there are answers to questions that the person living hasn't reconciled yet.
2: Yes, and also if, if there's issues that, that left were left un, unspoken in their re- particular relationship, I, I see parents oftentimes coming through apologizing for particular things. Mm. Um, things like that. Uh, but the, the deeper idea really, the, what's really interesting, is you, you're talking about transdimensional, healing, as they're conveying messages, there's something that's much deeper going on. Uh, They're sending energy from the spiritual realm, which is not bound by the laws of the physical limitations of our realm. Hmm. It's from another dimension, so it can actually alter our DNA, our epigenetics, the expression of disease and dysfunction in our bodies, and they they can help us that way. Um, and it also, they also, as they send energy, it, it changes them and it changes the person that's in this realm. So this is important because we're all intricate pieces of the same puzzle, ultimately waking up to the unification of all people, places, and things. We basically are all one. So this helps us not see things as separate on a, on a certain level.
0: Mm. Yeah, and what you're saying is that it brings closure or resolution in that you realize the person may not be here anymore in the flesh, but their soul is, is here and there's still energy
2: here. Very much so. And that it's just not limited to this dimension. So that also brings up a, a deep underlying issue that that plagues this dimension, which is the fear of mortality and the reconciliation of that. That's always the underlying issue. So, you know, people often distract themselves with... with you know, the Tibetans say, die before you die so you can truly live. So what they mean really is to, to integrate and face your death so you can be fully present with the time that you do have here in this incarnation
1: Hmm. Hmm.
2: so there's always this underlying fear of mortality going on which creates anxiety and and lots of issues like that
0: what are some of the stagnant cellular memories or belief systems um, and how do they impact our life
2: well we are always manifesting the, the one thing that I remind people of is that you're powerful beyond what you know so bear with me as I introduce you to yourself <laughs> and so these stagnant cellular memories which are things that happen usually in your life say like if there was some type of abuse for example and or or there's a, a, a fear say, fear about money that you inherited from your parents, maybe, or something like that. So what these belief systems do, they, they're a limited idea of your infinite nature. So what they do is they actually create a stagnant energy blockage in your body. And what that does, the reason that's a problem is because is it blocks you from your own intuition and knowing how great you are. hmm so that is one of the, the basic things of, you've heard the term self-realization, helping bring people to through the doorway of their own divinity. I call it the initiation process where you bring these cellular memories to the surface and you illuminate them much like a flashlight on a shadow. And this frees up the energy and allows you then to stop uh, devoting all this time and energy to trying to figure out what's wrong when because you, you're completely conscious of your choices, and then you go through the doorway and come into alignment with your soul's greatest aspirations.
0: So, and, so by, by, come, by being in touch, you think, with um, people who've passed in general and just your own... Um, beliefs and knowing that we're all connected, you think that helps to release us from some of these blocks?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely, because we we have a third dimensional perspective is that, that we are this body. We're completely identified with it. And, you know, we are separate. We are an island and we need to be self-sufficient and contain ourselves ultimately. Nobody's going to watch your back except right. you.
0: Right. And so, what you're saying is, if you realize you're part of something bigger, if you're part of a system, you won't have the same. You won't. Your fear will be reduced because you'll feel as being part of the system that you're going to be taken care of. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, that's that's a way to say it. Yes, that's correct. And that's the why. That's why people feel good when they're part of a congregation, of a, of a church or a temple. That's true. Of some type, uh, a community, or, or they're being of service somehow in the community. They're big, or when these move, these uh, political movements or uh, swell up, and people, you know, like Occupy Wall Street, you know, they're part of a movement, you know, repressed to liberate a repressed idea of, of lack and limitation.
0: Yeah I think this is this is really fascinating. Now I, I want to open this up one more time again which is 8664725788. But I'm thinking to try this out Daniel. I'm going to take a little risk here and uh, tell you my situation and see if you might offer me some um you know some advice from the other side. And I realize we're on the air and I as you said to me before if we do this you know you're going to say whatever comes out and that's okay. Um if that if that works for you.
1: Yes.
0: I, I'd like the audience to hear this. Um, my father passed six months ago on November seventeenth in two thousand uh eleven. He was ninety five. And um we were very close. Um of course there's there's a lot of there are some feelings that are still there because it's six months out and um it was, um it was a close relationship, and there's some times that i'm I feel alone because my mother passed four years before that, so now you know now that little whatever that safety net appeared to be is is not there um I believe that he did contact me two or three times when he first passed in the middle of the night um and said a few things, uh, but I just thought maybe you might be able to offer me something from there.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. I, was, yeah. I was feeling your mother around as well. Um, but what I want to do, first of all, we were talking about these cellular memories, and there's quite a bit of grief that you're holding in your chest still. You may feel it tighten up sometimes, or I think it feels like you get twinges in your upper right chest sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I want to invite you to come deeper into your body and take a breath. And I want you to notice that area that I'm talking about. Now, can you feel that?
0: Yeah, yes, I can.
2: Okay. So what I want you to do is observe it and consciously choose to not have to change it or fix it because your survival mechanism is trying to figure it out. It's trying to protect you Uh, from feeling this and all we're going to do is just take an inventory of what's there
1: Mm.
2: without judgment without trying to fix it there is no next step so as you breathe into it i want you to observe how it feels it's very heavy in there yeah it is now as you breathe into it there you just observe it now all you're doing now is using the power of your observation to observe what is there and this oftentimes people run from this and they try to take a pill or they drink or distract themselves somehow to not feel and so it creates a lot of these defense mechanisms around the original core issue, which in your case right now is this grief and the sadness that's sitting there. And by you allowing yourself to observe it fully without trying to be active and distract yourself from it, you're illuminating it and you're freeing up the energy. Okay. Okay. Now, do you feel how your chest is warming up a little bit and getting a little bit lighter in there? Yes. Yes. Now, I want you to continue to breathe and let that energy expand. And let it expand past your physical body. Okay. Okay. So how does it feel on there now?
0: Uh, It's lighter. It's lighter than it was. And the, um, the, the gripping, whatever that is, fear or grief, is not as strong. Not as
2: strong. So your father was telling me about a time... When you were by his side and you had a deep conversation and he started to cry and that surprised you, do you remember that?
0: Um, I was small, I was younger, much younger. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I do remember. Yep.
2: Yes. You tell me the number 13. Were you around 13? Probably. Yeah. Uh, he wants you to know uh, that there is a question out there, that it was difficult between he and your mother at times, and you, you thought that was your fault sometimes. Do you remember that?
0: Mm hmm, I do.
2: He wants you to know that that wasn't your fault. They had trouble communicating at times, and he would get a temper. Um, it's true. He, wa- he wants you to know that that wasn't that wasn't your fault. So he wants you to feel that right now. He's going to send you energy into your chest. You may feel tingling down the back of your skull or your upper back. Hmm. There. Did you just feel that?
0: I felt something.
2: Yeah. So your mother's coming forward now. And she wants to tell you that she's sorry because she could have shown up better emotionally for you.
0: All true. Does
2: that make sense to you? Yes.
0: My father was very um, much behind my work in the world and really believed in what I was doing and saw that at the end um, because he would come to my radio programs with me.
2: Yeah. Now, he was showing me a cane a while ago. I don't know if that means anything to you.
0: Yes, he used a cane at the end of his life.
2: Yeah. He hated using that cane, and he wanted to know that he's free of it now. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. like Fred Astaire he
1: says
2: (laughs) Uh he says you know what that means Mm -hmm. now I will tell you a lot of times they'll tell me things and I'm just interpreting literally Mm. what they're saying so I don't know the whole backstory just like I was talking about the the flowers
0: yes yes
2: so he Is there a story about the Fred Astaire thing?
0: I don't think so. I don't know if there is.
2: Okay. Uh, Your mother wants... Okay. So she says that sometimes there's been periods in your life that you've gone uh, kind of dark or you'll uh, feel negative and it's kind of like hard to come out. Hmm. And she feels responsible because she feels like she, you kind of mirrored this in her.
0: Hmm. That's part, I think part of that is, is true.
2: Hmm. Now, was your, your dad was was your dad quite a bit taller than you?
0: No,
2: no. Well, he keeps showing me this image of how he's like looking down at you. So it may be when you were a child. Probably. Probably. Oh. Yeah. You were yeah. like his little buddy. Yeah.
0: My mother had a lot of talent, a lot of musical talent, and my father was very bright. So,
2: um So it's interesting your your father is just sitting there observing you, like he's giving you space, like he's purposely mm-hmm. purposely trying not to interfere with what you're feeling,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he wants, he's showing me as if this is part, as part of his personality, this is what he would do with you.
0: Mm. yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, as I said before, he came to me right after he passed uh, to let me know that he believed in me and that I should, you know, I was doing well and it was like a cheerleader kind of thing.
2: Yes, he he, he thinks you're fantastic and he he keeps telling me how dearly he loves you. Mm -hmm. But he felt like energetically to help you shift beyond this phase in your life right now and expand into a greater level of consciousness, he needed to talk about some of these family dynamics
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and bring it to consciousness. And and the fact that you're doing this on the air right now
0: Mm.
2: is even more powerful because you're being, you can't be more vulnerable than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something I usually do, but um, I, I I know you have a tremendous talent in this area, and I really wanted you to be able to show that, and I also wanted to hear um, the messages.
2: Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, I I appreciate it, and I think we we have a a couple minutes to close. If people are listening and would like their own messages and for you to work with them, how do you work with people, Daniel?
2: I work with people in my office in Los Angeles. I also do work with people all over the world uh, via telephone. Mm -hmm. And... uh, this is really as you can see it's this it's beyond just a a message of validating somebody's existence it's really about embracing this new paradigm of consciousness 2012 we're stepping forward there's a quickening we're waking up to our own divinity and this is what really excites me um and this is my impetus to do all the things that i do and 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 I get really excited about that, so there's a my website is healingfromheavenbook.com. dot com, and my book, Healing from Heaven is in most stores, and the easiest way to get it, most people get it on Amazon or um, in person.
0: Okay, all right. Well, this has been very helpful. And one of the things that your book will help people to do is enhance their intuition and communicate with the other side.
2: Yes. Uh, once you enhance your intuition and you embrace your soul's qualities that are yearning to be expressed, like yours, uh, Patricia, or, or you have this deep compassion to reach out. Mm. Does that resonate with you? Yes. Well, that's your soul speaking to you. And once you come into alignment with that, your mandate really, as an intricate part of awakening of consciousness that we're talking about, is your mandate is to give that away any way, any way shape, or form you can. And, mm. and as, as you're doing. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I really appreciate that and uh, this is really why I do this work is to bring folks like you to the forefront so that you can get your message across on a bigger scale so I really appreciate that thank you alright folks so stay on the line please um, Daniel our guest today has been Daniel Ryan his book is Healing from Heaven he's a dynamic healer, mystic, and spiritual medium and if you'd like to work with him uh, is there a number people can call you, or should they go to your website?
2: Uh, all that information is on my website, but my, my phone number is 310-266-7367.
0: And your website is?
2: Healingfromheavenbook.com. Also, I have another website, drdanielryan.com, which is for my uh, office, because some people... They have come to me for back problems, too.
0: <laughs> oh, great. So you can work with the intuition as well. Thanks so much for being on the program, Daniel. Really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having uh, me. I'm glad uh, I could uh, help.
0: Thank you. All right. Stay on the line. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living at PatriciaRaskin.com. Bye for now.
1: Thank <laughs> you.